TCS Sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Welcome in to MTCS Cougar Corner here on this beautiful Saturday morning. Brian Barrett joined here by Ed Watson talking some uh, MTCS football here this morning. And uh, Ed usually makes an appearance here on Cougar Corner a couple of times a year. And uh, usually when Jason Piercy wants to sleep in during basketball season, you show up. Uh, yeah. Is that the case with BJ? He wanted to sleep in? <laughs> Well, actually, uh, BJ had to had to head back to the uh, homeland of uh, Huntland uh, today for a little family get together that they were having, and so I'm getting to fill in for him today. Well, he probably had to leave last night, then, didn't he, to get to Huntland? <laughs> well, he was over, and uh, that's we were. I was joking with him yesterday. You know, Huntland is an hour and fifteen minutes from everywhere on the, every, everywhere. Doesn't matter where you're coming from, you know. And I don't think he trusted the. Uh, Huntland internet service well enough to run a Zoom meeting from down there, you know. So, you know, um, <laughs> the Wi Fi may not be very good down there. I, I can attest to that because we went down and did um, an MTCS game at Huntland several years ago, and I had to make two trips one to make sure to, to see what works, actually, yeah. three trips, another to make sure the phone line that we had to have installed worked and then going down for the game itself so uh yeah internet not not the you know somebody could make a fortune with a cell tower down there i would think oh yes oh yeah yeah <laughs> but uh well i'm uh, always glad to have you uh come on and uh tell us a little bit about uh, you coached a variety of things i know you coached uh middle school last year but uh helping with uh what on the varsity this time around well, uh, when, when BJ got the job, um, he called me and asked me and said, hey, I, I really could use your help. Uh, you know, he and I have worked on the uh, basketball team for the last few years. And so um, I volunteered. I said, hey, you know what, I'll do whatever you need me to do. And so uh, kind of stepped in and just uh, I've been doing wide receivers and, uh, and defensive backs, uh, coaching them. And then, you know, helping BJ just, uh, you know, because uh, – Stepping in with, you know, his first year, you know, I wanted to kind of help him with some of the administrative stuff and making sure, you know, we've got supplies and all that stuff. So that's where I've tried to try to help him that because I, I try to tell BJ each week, hey, I just want you to worry about football. And so, you know, let me take care of help with itineraries and meal plans and, you know, all, all that stuff. And that's where, you know, our coaching staff has really been helpful with that, just kind of jumping in and everybody just kind of takes care of their part. Yeah, you know, it's it's just so um, – the average person does not understand what it takes to actually have kids participate in a football game, especially on a road trip and all of those things that go into it. That It can be overwhelming. One person cannot do it all. Oh, absolutely not, and, and, and they don't. I mean, a lot of people think, well, you know, it's just uh, – you know, some young guys get into it and they think it's just about coaching football, you know. I show up to practice. I'm a coach a little bit to get out. I might, may watch a little bit of film. Uh, they, you know, but finally they realize, hey, 
we need extra mouthpieces. We got to make sure we got knee pads everywhere. You know, what about jerseys and then itineraries and how are we getting to the game? And, you know, nowadays it's where's everybody sitting on the bus, assigning seats, uh, you know, who's, you know, where are we, where are we going to eat? What's, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it, there's a lot that goes into running a program that uh, really people on the outside, they don't see it, you know, the, and, and that's okay. Uh, but, you know, it's not a, uh, you know, we have practice from 3.30 to 5.30 type of thing, and, and then everything's over with, you know. Uh, for my case, fields have to get painted. You know, I, I, I do that. And so, uh, you know, my wife will attest to it. It's, uh, it's it, when, it, when, when football season and basketball season rolls around, uh, the time at home is, is not a whole lot. Yeah, well, I, I guess after the time that we came through, though, to have the opportunity to be uh, gone and 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 working this hard is is welcome. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I we were just talking. I looked on a. I was looking at Twitter this morning, and somebody tweeted out a picture of a empty football stadium down in Nashville last night. And you know, I just I'm I'm really we are blessed that um, you know TWSAA came through for us. The governor came through for us. Um, you know, at our school, uh, uh, you know, Jason Piercy and uh, Robert Sane have done a great job getting everything um, together on our end. Uh, coaches trying to, you know, we, we try to follow all of our guidelines and doing things. And, and the kids uh, have, you know, bought into it too. You know, I mean, the way we do our, you know, we go into the dressing room, you know, in groups and we've got face masks on, you know, and, you know, and it's just, it, kids have bought into it there's just it's it's a different time that we're living in right now um but it's one of those things where everybody's got to buy into it yeah well you, you mentioned that but even before when you say going to where are we going to eat i mean that that's not easy now anymore because can can you go in and dine in do they have enough room and and all this kind of stuff so it's, oh yeah so so yesterday we had our when we went to chattanooga we had uh um, we have a team mom, Suzanne Harris, who kind of helps with all that. And she and I were talking about what we were going to, what our options were. And so we worked it out with uh, Cracker Barrel. Um, you know, they, we showed up there at three o'clock. They had our seating spaced out for us. Um, they had our food already plated and uh, water on the table. When we, when we walked in the door within two or three minutes, kids were getting their food. So we were able to, uh, you know, get into a Cracker Barrel, feed 60 people, and get out in 40 minutes. Wow. That's pretty amazing. But it, it took a lot of planning to make that happen, though. That's, yes, that, a lot that, of planning. And, and on Suzanne's part, a lot of phone calls reminding them, hey, we are coming. We're, we're going to be there. This is the food that we want. We don't have much time. We'd like to get in and get out. And, you know, on Cracker Barrel's part down there in South Pittsburgh, they did a great job getting yeah. us in and out. And um, I, I guess travel is not the same as it used to be. You can't just cram in like sardines on the bus. No, we had a couple of uh, we had a, we had a couple of buses that we uh, charter buses that we took down there. Uh, you know, we give kids uh, uh, we we assign seats, and everybody's got a row to themselves. And you know, you're spaced out, and you got your face mask on, and so you know, it is it is different. Yeah, and. and I, I guess the assigned seating is so you know who was sitting by who in case you get news down the road. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. But uh, uh, made the trip down to uh, Chattanooga to take on Howard. And, boy, that is, um, that's a program that's been around for a long, long time. 
but um, I knew it was going to be a tough game for you last night. Yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> we ended up with them on our schedule last year because, you know, we were searching for a game. And so we picked uh, – they got picked up. And, uh, you know, they're a 4A school, which is, you know, so they've got a 1,000 students or so uh, in enrollment. So they're quite a bit bigger than us. Uh, but we, you know, last year um, – Last year was a blowout. I mean, it was, I think it was fairly, you know, it was close. And then like right before half, they hit a big touchdown. And then second half, it was just kind of a blowout. So, um, you know, we, BJ talked about all week. He said, hey, we're going down there to win a game. That's, that's, that's our, that's our purpose. We're not going down there. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a non-region game. Um, you know, yeah, they've got big kids and things, but, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to rest players. We're going to go down there to win this game. And so, uh, he preached that at practice all week, and uh, you know, not gonna lie, I don't. This was not our best week of practice. Uh, you know, we were kind of flat a couple of days. Had some guys that you know weren't feeling good. We had a couple of injuries that we were nursing from our game against Friendship, and so, uh, but but we were prepared, um, you know, to go down there and win the game. And, and quite honestly, we had we had our opportunity. Uh, you know, just some adversity that we couldn't overcome uh, during the game. Well, uh, uh, look up and boom, it's it's fourteen nothing, and it stayed that way forever. It seemed, uh, you know, uh, when when you have games like that, you 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 build a little bit of confidence. Uh, but but Howard uh, did come back to to score three touchdowns. So uh, kind of walk us through how the uh, the football game went. I think uh, what uh, Aiden Hooper had a couple of touchdown passes, I guess, for the TDs, right? Yes, I haven't gotten the I haven't gotten the stats back yet. Uh, but so it, you know, Howard Howard got the ball first, um, and so we were able to stop them. They may have gotten a they may have gotten a first down, but um, in that in that opening drive, yeah, they did because the first play they got a, they got a first down. But we were able to stop them on fourth down. Uh, we got the ball back, but we were a little sluggish too. You know, we were trying to. Uh, run the ball, and, and we felt that our passing game could be effective against them. Uh, you know, we had a few drops. We had a couple of, you know, missed passes. Um, and so we were kind of stalling out ourselves. And so that's the way it was for the first quarter. I believe at the end of the one, it was 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, and then we get the ball back and come down, and uh, uh, Aiden made a great – Aiden Hooper made a great throw to Aiden Nelson, who uh, – he caught it right on the sideline and and the safety was coming in behind him he spun back inside and was able to take it in for a touchdown for our first score and that put us up seven nothing and then um we were able to get another stop on howard um you know they i think they may have punted to us and so uh we came down and um hooper got another rollout and and threw a bomb to um hunter harris and and hunter made a great he just got behind the behind the corner and Hunter made a great catch and raced up the sideline and uh, he was able to, you know, he got the touchdown call, but it was right at the pylon where he was getting in. That put us up 14, nothing. And so, you know, we were holding pretty strong and then Howard gets the ball there at the end of the second quarter, they're making a drive. Uh, I believe it was, he may have been on third down. There was a, there was a play on the sideline where it was a close, it was close. Um, You know, we got called for a late hit out of bounds, Uh, you know, we could probably argue that there was probably still a foot in bounds when he was hit, but it was still too close. You know, I mean, it's one of those where, you know, you, you want your kids to be aggressive, but sometimes we got to be smart, aggressive. And we put the, honestly, we put the official in a position where, you know, he had to make a decision. Well, it went against us. And so they get first down and they get it inside the 20 and 
Um, and, and I think it may have even been, it was third down or fourth down. They make a pass and they get, had a guy open in the back of the end zone. So they go, it, they cut it to 14, seven right at half. And so that was, you know, that was kind of a, you know, kick in the gut for us, you know, try to regroup, get some rest. Cause, uh, you know, we've got a roster of 41 players. I think 16 or 17 of those are freshmen, uh, you know, and we had one out sick. And like I said earlier, we had a couple that were sick earlier in the week, not feeling well, uh, some that were nursing some injuries. So we're just trying to piece it together. And there in the second half, uh, Howard got the ball or we got the ball first and, uh, again, we just couldn't we, we couldn't sustain a running game. Um, you know, they they've got some Howard has some size, and um, we were moving the ball. You know, Lusk would get um, a, you know five or six yards on a carry, and then we'd have a negative play. Um, you know, get ourselves in third and long and uh, fourth down. You know, we had a fourth and nine that was on about the you know their thirty. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those positions where can you pin them deep? You know, yes, maybe, but you know. Let's go for it and see what we can get. We didn't get that one, so then they got the ball back. And in the second half, they basically, um, uh, you know, they they didn't throw it. I, they they had several passes, pass attempts on the night. Um, I'm not even sure they may have completed one of those. Um, but basically, what they did is they put their big boys in the backfield, and I'm gonna tell you what, they were some big bowling balls just coming down at us. And you know, there there at one point we we lose our. Uh, one of our inside backers, or we move our lose our middle linebacker, both seniors, uh, you know, to to injuries, and so now we're we're getting deep on the depth chart because uh, you know as as at linebacker, that was one of one position where we had quite a few kids. Well, you end up with two injured, one sick. Now we're pulling in kids that you know are freshmen, putting them out there, which is not a terrible thing because you're in a, you're in a non-region game. Uh, you know, you're playing a 4A school, so you're playing some big boys. And, you know, we had some guys that got some taste of, uh, you know, getting some action last night that was that was good for them. Um, Blaine Highfield, who is actually a senior, he didn't play last year. I believe he played when he was a, uh, maybe a sophomore. Uh, but he sat out last year, decided he wanted to come back. Well, um, Blaine's been one of those guys that kind of fills in, you know, when it's like when you do depth chart and you got you you got your starters and then the second line is Blaine across the board. <laughs> Whoever goes down, Blaine's going into that spot. And so uh, we put Blaine in at outside linebacker last night um, because uh, uh, Jagger wasn't feeling well. And so um, after a couple, that was after a couple of plays. Well, Blaine stayed in the entire night because he played great at his position. You know, we ended up with. Uh, you know, David Carey, who's a junior, you know, he he's usually an outside backer. Well, he moves over to middle, uh, you know, linebacker. And then he's got two guys on each side of him playing that really it's their, you know, it's really their first game action that they're getting. And so it was just, it was a, it was one of those nights where we're just trying to hold on. We're, we're piecing things together. We're struggling offensively, getting things going defensively. We're making plays. We just can't get that stop because there was never really a big play uh, on Howard side, and that's one of the things that we've been fortunate about on our side defensively is is there really hasn't, you know, we haven't, nobody's really had that bust out, you know, big 40, 50-yard run or, you know, throw against us. Uh, you know, what Howard did against us last night was five, six, seven, eight-yard runs with, you know, 
a kid that's probably 260 pounds just rolling right at you. You know, if he just falls forward, he's picking up three yards. Yeah. Well, and you know, when, when you take on a, a, a school in, in division, uh, and not just one, but several divisions higher, you know, a four, a school with a thousand kids, that's, that's a big difference. And to me, here, here's what the average fan looking at it, uh, myself, kind of comes away with you were able to go toe-to-toe with a, a team that was several classifications larger than you which means they have more kids they have bigger kids and um, to me that, that your defense is really keeping you in a lot of games oh yes so you know Craig Harris is is our defensive coordinator and so like you know when BJ got the job um you know, he's looking around for, for guys to help. And, um, you know, quite honestly, uh, several of us are dads. You know, uh, Craig has uh, got two kids on the team. Mike Guerin, who coaches linebackers and running backs, got a, a freshman on the team. I've got a son on the team and a nephew on the team. And so, you know, we kind of stepped in just to, uh, you know, do our part. Well, Craig has coached at MTCS before, and um, and BJ reached out to him and said, hey, I need your help. And so, you know, he lets him run the defense, and and here's what I'm gonna say about, you know, Coach Harris is, um, <laughs> well, there's never gonna be a time where he's not prepared for a game. Uh, hmm. You know, when we came back from dead period and started our had our first practice, uh, the kids didn't necessarily know it, but we all knew it. Craig had friendship already all broken down and ready to go. Uh, he had all their plays and everything that they had done from the year before. Um, you know, that's what we were preparing for. You know, yeah, we had White House first first game of the season. Um, but, you know, the White House game was non-region. Uh, it's the friendship game that, that really mattered to us because it's a region game. You're playing friendship who's won the region the last four or five years, whatever it is. And so, um, you know, that's that's one of the things that I've, I've admired about Craig and – and BJ is, you know, especially on Craig's side, is he's he's ultimately prepared for all of that. Um, you know, he has the breakdown, and then you know the, we laugh at him because he gets so prepared that he over prepares, and then he starts questioning himself on, <laughs> you know, what he needs to do, and oh, I, you know, I really want to do this, but I don't know if I can do this, and so, um, but that you know, our defense has, has played has played very well, and and you know, last night. Uh, when they started running the ball on us, I mean, they're, they're just really – we were doing the best we could to hold on. You know, it's it, it's one of those where you get in, in, in a coaching situation and you're sitting there going, I, I really don't have anything else to throw at them. This is what, this is what we've got to do. This is what – you know, if we can just, you know, get a stop here or there. And that, and that was one of the things that, that, you know, the breaks just – sometimes they go your way, sometimes they don't. Last night, I think uh, Howard had four fumbles – uh, that they they recovered all of them themselves. You know, they had a couple of quarterback uh, uh, center exchanges that they dropped, you know, and, you know, just it's one of those things that happens so quick. We just don't, you know, you don't, you're not thinking about it and our guys didn't see it. And we're just, you know, half second late getting there. You know, one of those, one of those is, could be a difference maker in that game. Ed Watson joining us this morning on Cougar Corner, coaches, DBs and wide receivers uh, for Cougar football. Um, you, you, you take this Howard game coach, you, you learn things from this Howard game, but it's really next week 
with Donaldson Christian DCA that you that has to be your focus because those are the games that really matter a lot region play. Oh yes, yeah, and um, you know, like I was saying just a while ago, you know, it's not going to surprise you. I think uh, Coach Harris has them broken down already too. Um, you know, because that, as you say, those are the important; those are the important ones. Um, you know, these other games, like like I said, Howard last night, us getting some young guys in and getting them a little bit of taste. That's that's only going to make us better. Uh, we go to we're supposed to play at DCA. Uh, yeah, I was going to you know, ask Davidson you about that. County, so we're not sure how that's going to work out yet. Uh, they were supposed to play last night against Friendship, but that game got postponed. I believe they've had some sicknesses on both at both schools there, so they agreed to postpone it a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, that's the bad part for us on that is that you know they get a week's they get a week off and and uh, we don't get that film that they were supposed to play. So, uh, but you know we're going to be prepared for them. Uh, Coach Wade at DCA has been there several years. Uh, you know we, I, I, you know I think he's one of those coaches that this is what I do and this is what I'm going to do. And so, um, you know we're going to prepare for them. Uh, we got like I said we got some guys we need to get healthy. Um, you know, uh, Lusk and uh, Trey Harris. Uh, kind of went down for us last night, but that that was the same thing last week. They came back. Hopefully, they're going to be back. Uh, we'll you know nurse them through practice this next week. You know, they're seniors. They it's not one of those situations where they've got to be in hitting and getting a lot of movement. They're smart kids. They can they can fill in. Um, hopefully, um, my son Hayes will be back. He he got injured in the first game. Hopefully, we get cleared. He'll be back. Give us another defensive lineman or maybe an offensive uh, you know blocker you know, to, to help out on the offensive side there. Uh, really, we needed more on the defensive side. And so, you know, it's just now we just – we'll have our coaches meeting tomorrow, put our game plan together, come in on Monday and get back to work. So, as far as you know, there there's no reason why you wouldn't play DCA. You just may not play there. I mean, didn't they play their first game uh, in Cookville? Yes, they played, they played their first game at Tennessee Tech, which – you know, that'd be kind of cool. We wouldn't mind going to Tennessee Tech and playing, you know, um, just a little bit longer drive. Uh, but, um, you know, when they, they had the tornadoes come through that, that did a lot of damage to their school and a lot of damage to their football field. And uh, we, over the summer, uh, we heard that, uh, talking to their AD, they put down new side. And so they were waiting for their side to get in. The AD told, uh, you know, Coach Piercy that they expected the side to be ready uh, by our game. And so I think they're planning on, you know, they were hoping that we would be coming to their facility to play uh, and that be their opening game of the season. Um, but again, just, I just don't know yet what the, what the rules are going to be. I asked, I did ask Piercy, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, kind of what his thoughts were on that. And he said he was going to find out, but we just don't know. We know we're right now we're, we're scheduled to play. We just don't know where. Well, you're keeping Jason pretty busy. I'm glad to see that. Nah, he's, he, he likes to act like he's busy. He, he, he delegates a lot. Yeah. You know, me, between me and Carver and coach Hodges, I mean, he just kind of passes things off to us and we take care of it for him. Yeah. Doesn't he have like three assistant athletic directors or something like that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. And, 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 uh, you know, I'm not even an assistant athletic director, and I still have to fill in that role for him sometimes. <laughs> You're just dead, right? Yeah, yeah, just a phone call. Hey, I need you to do something. <laughs> well, it, it's it's good to be able to have that, uh, I, I'm sure. But uh, in all seriousness, man, there's just so much you have to deal with and know and 
the the rescheduling and can we play and with DCA being in Metro, I mean that there's there are questions there and and obviously I think those the the public schools would look at that and say, well, my goodness, how how how, how do they get to play and we don't and it, so weird things, but. Um, Regardless, I'm sure that uh, you'll you'll play them anywhere. You'd be glad to have them at Thronberry, wouldn't you? Yeah, we'd love to host them. You know, I mean, and you know, one of the crazy things that, that you know, joking aside, I mean, that Piercy and and the admin have to deal with is is that's crazy these days. Is just tickets to getting into the games. You know, I mean, it used to be just open up and you know you didn't take count. Everybody walked in, and nowadays you're you know you know. Piercy and Dr. Sane have put the plan together for when we host people at our place, how this is going to work, you know, and you're sending out to parents going, hey, you've got, you know, your family's got four tickets. Well, you know, I mean, what about grandma and grandpa and, you know, and aunts and uncles that, you know, usually come to games and then, you know, you have a road game. And so, you know, I mean, luckily enough, Howard was great. You know, they, that, but, you know, sometimes they don't, other schools don't get to you right away. You know, I mean, we right. didn't find out from Howard until I think Wednesday afternoon or Thursday, you know, they sent us the link on GoFan to go to, to go buy tickets. You know, um, White House had somewhat of a plan, but then they were changing some of their plan. And then, you know, so, I mean, it's just, it really is a lot of worry and a lot of stuff that going into it that you don't normally see, you know, and, and we took quite a few fans. I don't know how many we had last night at Howard, but you know, there, there was quite a few there. And, you know, I just, I just feel for these programs that, you know, they're getting the phone calls going, Hey, you got, you only have 50 tickets or you only have a hundred tickets for your fans, you know, and, you know, they've got 50 kids on the team. Well, you know, I mean, that's, that's tough. Yeah. You know, when you get a hundred tickets, you got 50 kids and you're going, okay, each kid only gets two tickets. Well, you know, it's just, a, it's just a different time and different thing that these athletic directors and coaches are having to deal with. Ed, I appreciate you spending some time with us here this morning, and uh, good to talk with you and catch up here. And um, we'll we'll catch you soon. The we'll, we'll uh, I guess keep an eye on MTCS Athletics uh, on Twitter. I'm I'm sure, and on the website, you'll have the announcement of when this where this football game is going to take place on Friday night. Yeah, we'll be we'll be ready to play next Friday night at seven thirty. We'll let everybody know where. Sounds good. I appreciate it. I uh, hope you have a good one. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for what you do. Absolutely. Ed Watson joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner. A look at your scoreboard coming up after this. Middle Tennessee Christian School. Training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. 
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Back here on MTCS Cougar Corner to wrap things up this morning and a lot to go over this week on Cougar Sports. So let's start with uh, middle school girls tennis. They won a close match over PCA 3-2 to two this week. Chloe Converse got a big singles win 8-4 to help uh, pace the Lady Cougars there. Also in middle school boys tennis, they beat PCA 4-1. to one at the MTCS uh, Tennis Complex. Trip Adams, uh, seventh grader, had a big win at number two singles, eight to five, to lead the way for the Cougars. Also, some middle school tennis as they beat Christiana on their opening night of matches. The boys' team swept all five matches. The girls won four to one. The boys led by Ben Helton, who won eight three at the number one position, while Ashton Reed, number one, led the girls with an equally impressive 8-4 victory. Uh, Also wanted to let you know about girls' varsity soccer on Thursday night. Uh, 1-1 tie with St. Andrew Swanee at home this week. To volleyball, Uh, MTCS rolled past Ezell Harding with a 3-0 victory. And uh, senior Maddie Boyd had 11 kills, 12 digs, 3 blocks, 2 aces. Senior Macy Smith, 19 digs, 2 kills, or or 2 assists, rather, and a kill. Senior Caroline Smith, 3 kills, 2 aces, and a dig. And senior Abby Mullins, 6 digs, and 2 aces. That was on Tuesday. And uh, the Lady Cougars ran their record to 12-2, and 3-1 in region play with uh, a great win over Providence Christian Academy, uh, showing a lot of focus and consistency, according to Coach Troy Bond, as they down their district rival in straight sets. The Cougars return to action uh, next week. They'll hit the road to take on Zion and then a district match in a district matchup uh, on Tuesday. We'll take a look at that on our schedule in a second. In the uh, PCA matches, um, let's see, Reagan Adkinson had nine kills, two blocks, three digs, and uh, is currently hitting uh, 6.15 right now. Maddie Boyd, 10 kills, four digs, two aces. Ellie Shirley, nine assists, four aces, and three kills. Haley Hudson with 13 assists and five digs. Macy Smith, 13 digs, three aces, and two assists. Anna Claire Stevens, seven kills. And Reagan Parker, 11 digs and three aces. So now let's take a look at the Cougar Corner schedule for this coming week. Uh, Nothing on Monday being Labor Day, but uh, do have some golf on Tuesday at the McMinnville Country Club taking on Warren County. Tuesday afternoon at uh, 4, girls and boys middle school tennis hosting Thurman Francis. And also on Tuesday afternoon, 
traveling to Chapel Hill are the uh, boys varsity cross country in the Forest Invitational. Tuesday afternoon at 5.30, girls middle school volleyball at home versus Chapel Hill. Uh, JV at 4.30 and varsity at 5.30. And also Tuesday at 6, girls varsity volleyball at Zion Christian in Columbia. It's uh, a Tuesday match with girls varsity soccer hosting Providence Christian. Then to Thursday, girls middle school volleyball will take on Friendship Christian, 4 o'clock for JV and 5 o'clock for middle school girls. And uh, Thursday, girls varsity soccer at Franklin Road Academy in Nashville. Thursday, volleyball will take on CPA on the road, and that's a 5.30 uh, game time for that. Thursday afternoon at 6, middle school football hosting Columbia Academy. Friday, middle school girls uh, volleyball will travel to Central Metal, uh, Central uh, Magnet School, that is, 4 o'clock for the JV, 5 o'clock for the middle school match there. Uh don't know about the DCA game just yet, about where it will be, but DCA on the schedule for a region game versus Middle Tennessee Christian. And that's what's coming up here this week on your Cougar Corner schedule. Check out mtcsports.com for much more. That's going to do it for our program today. Thanks, Dad Watson, for uh, stepping in here and helping out this morning. Thank you so very, very much for joining us. And I uh, want to thank John Dinkins, Monty Hill Jr., for co-hosting with me this morning, and our producer has been Dalton Barrett. I'm Brian Barrett. Thanks so much for being a part of the show, and do stay tuned. Coming up at 11, it's Blue Raider football. The Blue Raider Network pregame coverage begins at 11, kickoff at 12.30. The Raiders at Army, right here on News Radio WGNS. Enjoy the game. We'll see you back here this week for more prep sports coverage here on WGNS Primetime Sports. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building, is an upscale boutique.